Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. We are your entertainment for the week, hopefully, have been for quite some time. We are What's Your Weird Story. I am your host, Barry Johnston. With me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right there, Barry. How are you, man? Doing okay. Doing all right. Uh, You've been had... having some uh, battles over there. Oh, some man. Technical... For as much as I love computers, I also hate them equally. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like all I want to do is 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 get my thing to cooperate. And I uh, spent the last, let's see, five hours fucking with this thing. And uh, what's irritating is I finally found the app that's um, giving me problems, which is my app that is supposed to keep everything nice and stowed away and the trash removed and like keep things free you know on my on my computer on my desktop and it's the one that's giving me all the issues so that's a little bit frustrating well dude i told you before that um i mean you don't have to download your porn anymore you can just <laughs> get on a private you know, oh, secret browser damn it and man then, then you go and you can just find it on the internet oh fuck man just, see that's where i went wrong not that's that right. I but I know anything about that. <laughs> well, um, I'll have to keep that in mind. It's been really frustrating. So anyway, seems to be okay now, which is great, because we've got some great stuff to talk about today. Um, I know that the winter uh, weather around here has been pretty odd, um, just meaning up and down, up and down, mm, up and down. Mm. And I know that there was snow that uh, was coming out your direction. Did you guys get some of that? Yeah, we got a couple of inches um, over the weekend, and it's uh, probably be gone mid midweek. I would imagine. I mean, yeah. we're not supposed to get any more in uh, any more snowfall, but it's still cold enough to where it's not really melting off the ground yet. But they got all the roads cleared and everything, so oh, it's good. nice. Nice. I know they got hit pretty hard out out east there. Uh, the Carolinas oh, yeah. and Virginia, I think, got hammered pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah a lot of places that I saw somebody, one of my friends, or uh, showed they had gotten snow in Atlanta, and dude, that's a rare, you know, mm. down. Yeah, no kidding. Down there, so. Yeah, we got a little bit um, a couple of days ago. Uh, it got really cold, and we didn't get much, just a dusting. But um, Saturday we got we got a bit, and then uh, and I know here in a couple of days it's supposed to get really cold. Um, mm. So, but yeah, it's that time of year. What are you gonna do? Enjoy than, it. Yeah, That's enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. I will take this for sure over the hundred and five degree weather that we get here. So I, I'm okay with it. I know I know it's you know, people up north have it much worse than we do. So yeah. 
you know, outside of our podcast, uh, some tragic news last week with uh, Mr. Bob Saget passing away. I know you mm-hmm. were a, a big fan of Bob's. He was a, you know, known probably best for for his Full House fame. Yeah. Um, America's Funniest Home Videos. That's right, man. Um, he was a comedian. He was, um, mm-hmm. by all accounts, the outpouring that's that's been uh, putting out on social media. Um, people that knew him really well just uh, rave about mm-hmm. how good of a person that he he was. It wasn't just uh, now his his on stage persona was a little bit different than his Full House. Uh, uh, yeah. clean, clean all American dad guy, but but I think in real life he does personify that in a lot of ways, you know. Yeah, yeah, he he definitely was very. If you ever caught any of his comedy, he was definitely not Danny Tanner. Yeah, he was yeah. very blue, <laughs> uh, very very mature and adult and and dirty and stuff. Um, but it was very funny. Uh, he was in the Aristocrats. Uh, documentary. If you ever saw that about the yeah. uh, the joke that the comedians tell each other, yeah, that is the worst, filthiest joke ever. But right, <laughs> um, but the uh, he, you know, it was nice to see that you know all of, that nothing really bad came out after he had yeah. passed away. You know, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you know, his real life seemed to be a nice balance between stage persona and his TV's persona. So, you know, yeah. and he was, you know, just, uh, yeah, man, I was a big fan of him growing up watching full house. And then, uh, at a, <laughs> at a difficult time in my life, uh, watching full house reruns was about the only thing that I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was, yeah. uh, that for some reason that was it. That was the, sure. that was the balm, uh, for my hurt soul. So, so yeah, so um and of course Betty White, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Lord, you know. And uh yeah, so we you know, we've got uh, so, it's been a rocky start for 2020 with celebs, 2022. Yeah. With celebs, yeah. you know, there's been a few more but um you know, it's just uh yeah, that's how it goes. Yep. Yep, it's been uh, it's definitely been uh, full of action for sure this year, mm-hmm. uh, for better or worse. Um, but yeah, today speaking of action, we got some great action in the podcast uh, world. In our podcast world, anyway, we we were able to bring on our friend Angel, who mm-hmm. uh, really has a pretty amazing story. Absolutely, Angel's got some gifts as well. And um, she's going to tell us how she's used them. So um, joining us from the great Pacific Northwest is Angel. Thank you for joining us, Angel. What's your weird story? Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Um, So my weird story is so I am... A certified holistic health coach, but also like a shaman psychic medium. Oh, whoa. And so wow. um, I have a best friend who um, her parents had bought this property randomly and it was a beautiful property and she was having issues with their dog going potty on the property. And so then they knew that I was having spiritual experiences at this point and I had abilities. And um, so they were just curious to have me out on the property just to see what I kind of felt. And they themselves were like, we're not really spiritually like spiritual people. We don't typically Mm -hmm. like even kind of believe in those things. But like at this point it's like more of. Dog isn't going 
on and she's like so if you can help that and then she's like i'm down for anything and so then uh, i got to the property and like initially it felt like a gut punch like energetically Mm -hmm. and i could barely breathe and it was really hard just to even like want to walk on the property itself after i got out of my car Mm. and I was walking towards, they were like in this garden area and I was walking towards this garden area. And, um, so one part of my like sensitivity is that I feel either energy, like what that energy feels like if it's angry, if it's sad. Um, and there's just like a lot of sad and like kind of like tortured energy on this property. Mm. So that's kind of what I was feeling right away. And then I, w- I couldn't like go into this part of the garden area that felt like really extra intense where it like made me like instantly cry. And oh, I was wow. like, okay, there's something like really. And my husband at this point hadn't really even experienced a lot of those types of things with me. And so he was even like, what's happening to my wife right now? And like, I was like kind of bawling so hard that I had to like catch my breath and be like, I have to like walk that way. And so I just kind of brought myself away and then it like eased everything that I was experiencing. And I was like, okay, there's some energy here for sure. And there, it was interesting because there was like multiple um, types of structures on the property. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was on the property, I was just getting like really vivid visions, really vivid stories of like things of ha- that had happened there. And it's like I didn't go with any kind of pre- misconception or conception of any sort. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like – I'm not like, there's no way I'm coming up with this many details just out of my brain. I'm a good storyteller, not that good. (laughs) And so then it was just like a lot of, um, like a lot of energy around, like, um, basically like, um, like a cult type of energy, Mm. um, like human sacrifice energy, um, like possibly either bodies that were buried on the property or possibly still maybe buried on the property depending well yeah just um depending on the timeline of course but so i was feeling those types of things there's a specific structure that like i kind of deemed murder shed because and and also (laughs) i'm gonna say this that imprints of energy are so strong so even if the structure isn't the structure that was specifically had this trauma happen inside of it the the energetic blueprint that's there can overtake whatever shelter is there and if i'm standing on the plot or the spot where something once stood with that traumatic imprint then i'm still gonna feel it so um i don't think this shed was necessarily that thing but there was something that was similar where all i was getting vivid vivid images of like corpses hanging from the ceiling and yeah and like yeah hands and feet tied and blood splotches on the ground and just like crazy just crazy things and then also when i went that day the whole shed was covered in these black black and red beetles which to this day i cannot find anywhere on the internet as like anything particular there's some there was something that was like kind of similar to it that was like native to the pacific northwest but literally i could not find the exact beetle and i was looking and i'm really into symbolism spirituality and all that so then i was Mm -hmm. like okay what is like symbolism of beetles and it's like in some cultures they do like signify death and i'm like okay cool um 
So I was like, that was really interesting. And this was like a beige shed that it, it was covered in these beetles. Like it looked like the shed from a distance looked black, like wow. because it, it was that covered. Damn. And I was like, oh, this like this is crazy. And at this point, my abilities were still kind of new too. So I was kind of freaking out about everything mm-hmm. that I was receiving and feeling and seeing so vividly in my head. And then um, so I'm walking around. And then also like I have my best friend and her mom. And then I'm also like I, I was like, I don't want them af- like afraid of their property. <laughs> you know, even if she may not believe it, like that's an intense thing to hear in general. Yeah. So like I had to kind of like almost filter some of what I was actually seeing and feeling mm. from mom. Cause she also kind of mentioned, she's like, I don't know if I want to know it at all. Right. <laughs> and I, yeah. I was like, it's a lot. So you have yeah. to like be prepared. And then there was like this other part of this, this other little like house looking structure that when we went inside, I like automatically, I felt like a lot of, a lot of and I saw people like grabbing hands and arms and threatening with knives and all sorts and then we got to this part of it where there's literally like a crimson stain on the concrete that I was like honestly guys like I'm feeling a lot of blood from this stain specifically and um, I do tarot so I was uh, I was like I felt like I had to do tarot in that room and I had done tarot in the other structures, and I kept on coming up with, um, like, a lot of the sun cards, which is, like, um, like like the sun, like, father, mother, son. And so I – and I was like, oh, I was like, I feel like there's, like, a young, like, a younger energy here. And then my friend's mom was like, actually, there – this um, – the son of somebody who has lived here, they committed suicide just down the hill. And I was like – because he keeps popping up in my readings and um and also like pentacles came up a lot which that all has to do with the material world and the 3d world so then i was like oh extra crazy because that's literally what we're dealing with is the property and then being attached to the property and then and then i felt this like really just nasty like woman energy and then i was like I was like, like a motherly, and I was like, I know that she's related to the son, but the inner, like the relationship between the mother and the son, like I could tell, was not good. Mm. And then, so like as I'm going, sorry, was it nasty, like mean nasty, or nasty like uh, Janet Jackson, you know, (laughs) nasty, like mean nasty, like yeah, yeah, cruel kind of woman. Um, really angry, really bitter, really resentful, and um. And so there were, and then just ironically, like there was these, also these, uh, rocking chairs. Cause this property had a whole bunch of junk on it that like was really old and rusty and, and just, so they were like trying to keep some of it and then getting rid of the rest. And I was like, guys, please do not keep anything from this property. Like I feel it. So at one point they had a whole pile of it and I could feel the pile without even looking at it. Like I was like, I could literally lead you with my eyes closed to where this pile is just by feeling the energy. And so then I was like, please don't keep anything. Like (laughs) we need to like cleanse, cleanse this area. And then, so they're like, Oh, we really wanted these rocking chairs. They're beautiful. I'm like, no, the rocking chairs are the worst of them all. Mm. Like, I just feel like both of who were sitting in it just were just stewing and just anger and just bitterness the whole time. So I was like, okay. Um, 
and then even at one point my husband goes to sit in one and I was like, I, I couldn't even touch it. I was so like the energy just disgusted me really wow. deeply. And I was like, I don't even know how you're sitting in that right now. <laughs> I was like, but he's a very like logical scientific, like, no, whatever. He's not that like into the spiritual as I am. I've had to like actually make quite a believer out of him, if anything. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So with this experience, then we were in there and then with the blood on the herb, supposed it was just a stain and then um i had said that out loud and then my my friend who was with me she's she tends to love to like just explore all options so she's like well you know what it what if it was this what if it was that and even her mom just like she looked horrified and then she goes you know i like cracked my head open once and we had to take the carpet the bloodied carpet out of my room and it left a stain similar to that in the room and then I'm like got goosebumps when wow. she said that I was like yeah that's crazy so then I don't know what really drew, drew me to do this but I felt really called to then these chairs that I could not even touch earlier in the reading of the day I was like you know maybe if I sat in it I'll like get some kind of clarity maybe I'll know what it needs to like let go and move on so I sat in the chair and um my best friend at the time Oh, she was also with me, my other best friend. She um, she has similar clairvoyant abilities as me, and we tend mm -hmm. to, like, really, like, um, complete each other's. Like, mm -hmm. I'll feel things, she'll see things more. And um, when I was, like, when I, as soon as I sat in the chair, it was, like, that that womanly, motherly spirit just zapped into me. And then she starts speaking through me. Whoa. And it was, like, all my all my thoughts and this was kind of like the first experience that I had ever really had with like mediumship. I didn't oh. even know I was a medium until that point where I'm literally having someone speak through me. Wow. And, and it's like, my thoughts are literally not there. They're not mine. I'm not thinking at all. I'm just speaking. And then I was having, I was like smacking my mouth and like, like moving my head in ways that I don't normally do. And then um, actually my friend's mom started videotaping at that moment because she's like, she's like, I've known her since she was in fifth grade. I've never seen her act this way. Like this has to be legitimate. <laughs> like, and so then she starts ready, video recording what's happening. And basically like my friend is like having spiritual warfare with this lady talking through me. And she's like, like, and I, like I was saying things to my friend that I would never say, like, get the F out of my house mm. and I don't want you here and things like that, which was the ener energy we were getting. Like she was right. yeah. literally staying there for a reason. And also like shortly before this rocking chair incident, um, my friend had found a bat that was petrified in a jar and we were like, Oh my gosh, like that is so creepy. And then yeah. I was, and then it was, again, it was one of those things where I was like, I don't want to touch that. Looks like I like feel sick to my stomach just looking at it. And goes to grab it. And I was like, You're so crazy. She goes to grab it. And then she said she felt a surge of energy go up her right arm, what through the arm as she was holding it. And all she could see, feel, hear is someone like manically like talking to it and talking and like into the jar and like closing it up and stuff. And that's how people essentially like have you guys ever seen like Harry Potter like Horcrux mm -hmm. att attaching part of your spirit to an object? Mm -hmm. That's essentially what that is. Like it's possible. You can do that so that when you're passed on and you're left somewhere, you then stay attached to that property and obviously like that's what that was so i was wow. like okay that's pretty crazy too and then um it was just uh so 
we were in the rocking chair and then she's speaking through me. And then uh, really what got me out of the trance of talk, like with this lady talking through me was like her lighting some sage. And like, I had to like really like fight this lady out of me and be like, no, get out of my body. Like you're not allowed. (laughs) And like, um, and then like, I, and then I broke it and then I was able to like get up and walk out and be, be fine. And then, um, Later, after that, too, we had also, like, been in this little, like, church weird-looking structure, but it had, like, no windows and just stained glass and, like, how just big, kind of, how, like, how big was this property? Yeah. Um, in my mind. It, maybe, I'm, like, an acre? Okay, yeah, pretty good size, maybe? yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, it's it's a pretty good size. And and a lot of these structures were also like they were smaller. They were like, like even the house looking one. It was like a tiny house, right, like right. something that so was kind of. Is this up. kind of like outskirts of town or in the country kind of a thing? Kinda, I guess. Considered con- or compared to like the cities that we have surrounding it, it is a smaller, boonier type. So it's a small, or like in the small town, then or yeah. something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just trying to paint that same picture. Yeah. But then they have like neighbors that are really close to them. So it's like, it's maybe at one, maybe at one time it was set apart or something. And yeah, over time. Oh yeah. That they actually did say that, that like long time ago, that whole property, they had like three or four neighbors in the same little area. And they said somebody owned that entire plot. And then it basically got cut in pieces. Um, so, yeah, that was crazy. And then this was, I guess, the other major crazy part was um, I felt really called to go to where this guy had committed suicide. <laughs> and because this was the spirit that was basically communing with me most of my time there. And I was literally feeling him, seeing him, like, f- like hearing his voice. And um, so... I was like, okay, I think we should, we should go. And they like, kind of gave us a roundabout of like, this is kind of where it is. This is kind of like, like, this is my, what, what you might see. We've only been down, down that way once. And I was like, okay, cool. So we go down and then we're driving along. And literally as we start driving, as soon as we pull off of the property, this guy starts talking through me. Like, and this was the first time he was, had spoken through me and I'm literally sitting there and I felt so numb and I felt so sad and I felt so angry and like, it's so many different things. And then like this guy's basically telling me and my friends through me, uh, his experience as he's driving down this hill, what he's exactly feeling. Cause he was like, didn't have a good relationship with either of his, either of his parents. And they were doing some wicked things that he didn't want to be a part of. And so he like, that was a big reason he killed himself. Cause he was like, I have feel like I have nowhere to go. So like, <sighs> this is it. And so then, um, he's like telling me everything. Like I didn't like, didn't want to be a part of it anymore and all that stuff. And then like, Literally, we're driving, and we saw a cop, and so it kind of threw us off a bit because it was like this lone road, and then we're, mm-hmm. I, we didn't want to look suspicious because we're driving slower than normal because we're, like, trying to find this place. And then um, – so – but then we missed the turn, and then all of a sudden, I felt the connection break. I felt him all of a sudden not talking through me, and then I was like – I think we missed a turn. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, I feel pretty sure. And then as soon as we turned back around, 
and we got back on the on like where we were going then all of a sudden he connected back with me and then he was like yeah turn left and then i turned left and then we ended up going to the spot it led me exactly right to it and then um we were there and i just felt so much energy and then uh, basically my best friend we were got out of the car and then she was sitting like she found the spot and then she was like this is where he died like this is where i feel like i know for a fact this is where he like he was sitting in a truck and he like this is where he died and um we were like, oh, okay, that's crazy. And then, so then I went to go stand in the spot and then all of a sudden, like, I sh- felt his energy, like, shoot through me. I felt the sadness. I start bawling. Mm. And all of a sudden, like, all this energy is stuck in my right leg. And so then I have to, like, I, it causes my leg to involuntarily, like, stop over and over again. And oh, it was wow. like... So, yeah, it was really intense. And then it didn't, I don't like it because I'm like, I don't have any control of my body right now. Like, this is insane. And then, like, essentially my friend saging around me and saying, like, leave her, just let it flow through. She, like, walked me through my breathing and, like, kind of regrounded me a bit. And then we were able to, like, pass the energy through. But then it was, like... We kind of like like that's where we knew he needed to be released from, not the property, because that's mm-hmm. not where he found peace. And so uh, we ended up like using that moment to release him from that area and that space. And then we went back up to the um, property after that. And then I can't remember what was there was like something that was just like it just felt different. Like when we had been back, went back, it just felt different because also we found out that like his dad's energy was there too. Mm. He was and then the son's energy was basically only staying for the dad's energy. So then basically but then the dad was only really staying for the mom, even though the mom was really cruel to both of them and just like kind of this convoluted wow. you know, family, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. And so it was just like I was getting all this information and then um, yeah, then when I went back up after that, I just, um, I had to do a little bit extra work to like help release the woman from, mm-hmm. because she was really angry. Part of it was also getting rid of the bat. Oh, that was like a really noticeable moment. Even for my friend's parents who'd say they don't feel anything. They said, we felt lighter as mm. soon as we also like burned the bat. Like you did all that and we burned the bat and it was just like almost wow. instant. And then, like, surely enough, her dog starts going potty on the property, like, shortly after that. And everything felt good and fine. And then I would go and, like, I visited many times since. And I haven't had any of these experiences since. And, um, yeah. So I have so so many questions. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. (laughs) Yeah. All of this started with the dog not wanting to pee on, on this property. Oh, my God. All right. Wow. Hey, everybody, this is Dave Schrader from the Holzer Files on Travel Channel. You're listening to What's Your Weird Story. Say, Barry. Yeah. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Yeah. That's a good question. It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feedlot or the time that I worked for a Greek painter. Were you his model? (laughs) 
Uh, not quite. Well, you know, it's funny because one of my weirdest jobs was being in a model in art school. But it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe you're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of us. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. How long, when did these, when did you know that you had this sort of gift or what, whatever you want to call it ability. Uh, shortly before that. (laughs) Um, uh, I mean, did you, as a kid, were you sort of this way or. Well, as a kid, I had different experiences. I had more like visual experiences. I would see like ghosts and Mm -hmm. like, I like, I had a specific ghost sit next to my bed every night when I like would go to sleep but it never like scared me because I felt the energy and that one was good Mm. but then I did have experiences seeing ghosts that weren't so friendly either um even one that like pretended to be my mom like legitimately I saw my mom staring at me in the hallway and she stood there and stared at me and then I thought she was like playing a prank on me getting like chocolate in the middle of the night and so then I went and to go tell her like oh mom i saw you and then i was woke her up out of a dead sleep and she's like what are you talking about i was was like yeah (laughs) does anybody else in your family have this ability or are you the only one um the women in my family are super intuitive um but a lot of them are so blocked for so many different reasons and so like basically when i was was when i was a kid i was super sensitive but then life knocks you around a bit and then you kind of block yourself and then also Mm -hmm. life kind of teaches you to block yourself and then so like and then i kind of reawoke those abilities and but on an even more intense level for so many other different types of abilities later on in life but with my family it's like um i have a lot of prophetic dreamers in my family Mm -hmm. like um, I like my grandmother's sister died like years ago and my aunt had a dream about it before it happened. Wow. Um, and like things like that. And like my mom knows when I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing that type of stuff. Right. <laughs> but, um, nobody really technically has like abilities like I do. And I've, to be honest, I've kind of been floating around the healer realms for a while talking to people just kind of curious to see what other people's abilities are like yeah mm-hmm. and i have yet to still come across anyone who kind of experiences uh what i experienced specifically it's very like very very different and i've met other people where i do the work that i do on them they're like i've been getting healing like this for 20 30 years and i haven't experienced anything like this so wow kind of interesting that is great (laughs) so okay so when did this the first the story the that epic day um when did when did how long ago was that when did that happen 
I was either 2018 or 2019. Okay. Okay. And then I basically started having experiences with my abilities about a year before that. Okay. Um, what drew, so what drew you to the um shaman side of things, the holistic healing type stuff? Is that just through your sort of searching for your identity in that um in that world? I think Yes, because um, I had always been kind of raised, like my mom really loves natural remedies for things. And um, I was going through a, a period of time where I was like really suicidal, really depressed, really anxiety ridden, was having like panic attacks that lasted hours where I felt like I was dying inside my body and totally conscious of it. Um, I was having like self-hate issues, eating disorders, all sorts. So I was on a healing journey in general, mm-hmm. and I kind of, through that, found a lot of answers, found a lot of healing, found a lot of opportunities to kind of also, like, share that information with people, and then it made me kind of want to pursue that as a life career choice, and then that led me to get certified as a holistic health coach, and through my program and through kind of awakening and discovering kind of who I am because that was my biggest question at that moment in time was who am I and why mm-hmm. am I here especially like I tried taking my life two different times and it wasn't working and then I was like okay like hands up I don't know like I'm supposed to be here for a reason so I, I guess my only option now is to figure out what that reason is right and so just along that journey I just found out about um just the spiritual side of things. I had been kind of religious my whole life on my own accord. And um, I kind of was mad at God, <laughs> really, for mm. a, a while because of all the pain and trauma that I had experienced. Sure. And I didn't see any real reason in it at that point. And so then through that whole journey, I was able to um, tap into meditation, into crystal healing, into all these other things that I had always seen as like off limits in a lot of ways mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and but now i see her so deeply so it was kind of that whole journey to realize that i have actually like a gift of some sort is i kind of started having the inkling when i started first meditating i was experiencing things that like people who aspire to meditate their whole life don't achieve and I was able to like get to that place pretty quickly and I was like okay like this is interesting this is weird and then I just kind of like kept on trying to just I was seeking answers I was just like okay this is I'm confused I feel like I don't have direction like please direction should be shown to me I don't care where it comes from I don't care if it comes from God or the elves tell me where I'm supposed to be (laughs) and um It kind of led me, and my intuition led me to asking about my spirit guides, which Mm -hmm. then kind of um, gave me, opened me back up to my abilities. And um, so, like, I have spirit, I have four spirit guides that I can just like speak with, just in conversation, just with any, like, with anyone else, Mm -hmm. and ask questions. And um, yeah, now I'm now I. Now they have connected the dots for me enough that I understand why even the pain that I've been through why I had to go through it. It's all correct character development. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Unfortunately, you have to come up against things in life that are very difficult and they may be physical or they may be mental or they may be a little bit of, of both, but it's preparing you for the next phase of your life, you know? And mm-hmm. um, it's interesting mm-hmm. because what I think is interesting about the 
conversation we're having is that, you know, we're living in a time when um, religion and spirituality is up against quite a bit of negativity. And mm-hmm. to see somebody, you know, I'm assuming, I'm not, I'm not going to place an age on you, but I'm assuming you're probably half of my age. And it uh, makes me feel good that people that are young are still searching for something bigger than themselves. I think it's important to keep that alive, you know, I mean, I think it's, um, it's commendable. Thanks. I agree. It's important work that needs to be Mm -hmm. done. And that's kind of, that's out of all the work that I've done thus far, that's kind of what it all comes down to is I'm here to help and heal people. And that's something that I, like, I always knew I wanted to help people, but I didn't know what it would look like. And I felt like I had nothing really to bring to the table. And so I think it's kind of extra ironic that as someone who felt like they had no place, they were just an outcast. They just didn't think they literally, like, I didn't even think that my existence was worth a dime. And so like to come from that to understanding like, whoa, like, I'm just a puzzle piece in this beautiful collective that's all here to help each other (laughs) and all help like everyone's purpose and passion can be really like all linked to a way to help others, others thrive and love and be better in this world. And I'm, I'm here for it now. Like, (laughs) (laughs) awesome. Awesome. I'm excited. When you are experiencing things like, walking onto a property and you're getting information. How does that appear to you? Is it like someone's talking to you? Are you visualized? Like you said, you visualize like bodies and things like that, but Mm -hmm. how are you putting all of that together? I mean, can you, can you describe that? Yeah. So I'd say it's like the entire compilation of the human experience in a moment. (laughs) So like I am, vividly seeing I am vividly feeling as if I'm standing watching someone get tortured (laughs) like so like so I am like crying a lot of these times I'm like but it's so involuntary and a lot of the times especially if I'm channeling for someone and then I start crying they'll be like I'm so sorry I'm like why are you apologizing like I'm just feeling your pain I'm sorry (laughs) like yeah um and it's like so it's like it's literally as if I'm right there in that moment experiencing it as a human being, like seeing it, feeling it in my body, my mind, my soul. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that Did you ever look at the history of that property after you were done there and, and look into anything that, that you'd, you know, try to put that piece together as far as like validating your own experience there or anything like that? Is there any, or if, yeah, if there's any information out there. Barry yeah. keeps asking all the questions that I'm, I'm sorry. about to. I'm he sorry, just keeps man. stepping I'm on my shut up. before I can I'm going to shut up. You guys are just on the I'm, same I'm, wavelength. I'm, I'm caffeinated. Like, <laughs> We've known each other for as long as we have. And, you know, I mean, we, you know, literally we've grown up together. And, and then a little bit before, right. you know, yeah, you definitely have a lot of, you know, especially and doing this. We definitely kind of have, you yeah, know. Mind link. Sometimes <laughs> we're on the same path sometimes we're coming from different angles but go ahead sorry no worries um i'm sorry what was the question again uh (laughs) what did you find i'm gonna restate it because i don't remember it no i'm just (laughs) (laughs) um what did you find out any of the backstory about the this uh property and uh, all the things that you were feeling did you get any kind of a history like actual history from it (sighs) okay so this is actually extra crazy. <laughs> so, I, so the, we, 
after everything had happened, we had a conversation. And during the actual physical like cleansing of the property, there was times where I would say something and they knew bits and pieces of the property's um, history. And they're like, oh, yeah, that would actually make sense because of blah, 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 blah. So that was confirming. But then also my friend's parent worked with was also like a um, clairvoyant shaman person and his his ability is to basically look on a map and then be able to see what happens what happens there energetically by channeling it and he basically confirmed everything that i had said had happened on the property wow. so that was cool uh, at the time i did, i wasn't really into the whole like doing my own research because honestly it really shook me up for quite quite yeah, a while yeah, yeah. sure <laughs> And like, like I still, I have the video of it and I still haven't watched the video because like it would be reliving it for me at that point. And like, that was a lot for me. I still have yet to kind of really experience something that energetically strong. So sure, that was whole nother level. And, um, so, um, yeah, that was also really good confirming, but it was also kind of crazy. So we're talking about the purchase of the property and everything. And then they tell me who they purchased it purchased it from and it was like this name isn't like a super common name so we're like oh interesting what's the last name and then they told us and we're like oh weird actually you just bought this property from it was this company that me and my husband worked for for like three years and my husband still does work for that guy till this day and it was like their family's property. I had met who had owned that property. Oh, wow. They used to come in as I was a receptionist all the time. And I'm like, that was, this was their property. And then, um, I was like, that's crazy. And then it, that alone triggered a memory of mm -hmm. a few years prior where I had been to a funeral on that property. Are you serious? And, yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. And I, I didn't make the connection at all because I was so depressed at that point. I was so blocked. I was so numb. I was literally just going through the motions of life. So like, I didn't, it didn't even occur to me until they said who they bought it from. And I was like, that's insane. Wow. I was like, what are the odds? You know? And yeah. I was like, and we like, and we worked for this guy in a city that's like two, like an hour and a half, two hours away from this other city. So it's like, it just was wow. so weird. And then, um, so that was interesting, but I don't think it was that family's energy that I was feeling. I think that there was a lot of things on the property that had been left for a really long time that nobody really touched. Mm -hmm. And so, cause they had an RV, they had all these little shelters and things, but they had an RV that they only lived in on that property. So Wow. It's very interesting. Yeah. That is. That is really interesting. We've had a lot of people yeah. on that have had instances like these weird occasions that happen in a in a house or or uh in a whatever. So we've had people on the show that have had these uh, uh, you know hauntings or weird shit that happens on their property or in a home that has been built like fairly recently. Mm -hmm. And so Adam and I over the last three years plus have kind of put this, we have a running sort of an idea that, mm -hmm. you know, that, that these energies can be kept in the soil or something. I don't know where, mm -hmm. I don't know how, but when you were talking about that, that really made yeah. me think. It's, about yeah. That. It's like literally an energetic, imprint even if yeah. the structure is different and like 
I mean, like, especially if body, and I'm not saying on every property, but if bodies are ever buried, that's a huge thing, too. Mm. Like, even ashes, if people are, like, super attached to their home and then somebody buries their ashes, like, that could Mm. also be a huge one. Because they have to, like, get permission or, like, it's like this energetic permission, like, you can go. Like, there's something better for you. Let's let's Mm. go, guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so... Yeah, it's very interesting though. And that's what I that's actually a service that I offer now because that experience is right. a cleansing properties and items. And I've had a few people give me items to cleanse that are like so very clearly like just don't have good energy on it. Mm-hmm. Like a tarot deck that was a devil card every single time. Oh wow. No, <laughs> crazy. And before she even told me about it, I would like, I was like, kept staring in the corner that in the drawer that it was in. And then she starts telling me about it. And then I was like, oh, where do you have this deck? And she's like, you already know. You keep looking at it. And I was like, <laughs> oh. And that was like in the beginning of my abilities, too. So then I wasn't like super, I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's a coincidence. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Imposter syndrome. Right, right. That's so. The, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Bear. No, 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 no. I don't have anything. No, no, no. No, no, no. I was going to feel even, the. I was actually going to fill the air with nothingness. <laughs> <laughs> this is Barry, what do you think that people find the most far-fetched? Ghost stories or aliens as being the more unbelievable? I would say aliens. You know, I would agree with that probably too. Because I think with ghosts, there's a part of the belief system that is abound throughout the world. And we want to have some kind of assurance of some form of life after death. Mm-hmm. Whereas with aliens, it's unknown for sure. It's mm-hmm. completely unknown. We have only our imagination. We don't have a lot of universal stories that we agree upon that these things exist, maybe. To believe in aliens is to believe that we are not the sole existence of this world, which goes against a lot of belief systems. It definitely does. But you know, the great thing about what we're doing here is we are open to all your stories about ghosts or aliens or anything in between or anything outside of. We're not here to judge. We're here to just talk and to share. And we don't want you to think you're crazy because you're not. So, I'm sure you've you've had all sorts of weird experiences beyond this one. Um, But being that you're up in the Pacific Northwest, Mm -hmm. um, well, there's so many roads that I could take and ask, you know, what other interesting things. But um, one of our very good friends and occasional co-host on here is just crazy about Bigfoot. Um, Have you had any – because, I mean, obviously the Pacific Northwest is one of the hot spots in our country. Do you know any stories? Have you had any experiences not with Bigfoot specifically, I have to say. That is one that I have yet to have an experience with or even actually hear any stories of. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Have, have you guys had any people who have had Bigfoot stories? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've had a few on oh, yeah? here. 
Really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I would think that I would experience that more living out here, but... You might. Maybe it's just old hat and nobody talks about old Bigfoot anymore. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there like a whole series at one point that was like finding Bigfoot? Oh, oh there's yeah. so much. There's ah. been so many things about Bigfoot. It's unfortunate, mm-hmm. too, because the Bigfoot community, uh, you know, un- it, they don't do themselves any justice because a lot of the stuff that comes out is just people seeking attention and mm-hmm. it turns out to be just total bullshit. We had a guy on uh, a couple of months ago, and he was awesome. Uh, but he was the real deal, um, and he had some really interesting stories. But um, but they're few, they're few and far between. I say that, but then you know we go down to the Bigfoot Festival here a couple of years ago, and we had some really interesting conversations with people. Yeah, huh. that you guys have a Bigfoot Festival. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, in, uh, in southeast Oklahoma. Wow. Southeast Oklahoma is like the edge of the Ozark Mountains. And so it's like very different terrain than when you think of Oklahoma. You think of Oklahoma, yeah. usually you think of the plains flat. Mm-hmm. Over in that part, it's like way different. And when you, as soon yeah. as you go there, you're just like, okay, I could see how maybe something could be living here that nobody can, you know, track or see, yeah. or mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's very vast. And so, um, it's interesting, man. It's interesting. It's interesting. People that they're willing to talk about it. Um, and, and, and I didn't really, I mean, there may be in a one or two people that I was like, okay, they're just full of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But certainly a few people that were like, I'm just going to tell you there, you know, we had one guy in particular, he's like, I'm going to tell you the story. And it's a wild story, and he starts telling the story, man, and his hair on his arm, he starts getting goosebumps, and the hair yeah. on his arm uh-huh. starts, he's like, look, man, I'm freaking, I'm telling you, man, this is real. Yep. And I'm like, holy shit, that's crazy. Yep. And his story was tied to um, other stories that we've heard. We love, we love hearing all that kind of stuff, because... That's kind of Adam and I's gateway into the weird world because we shared a you we each of us had a sighting of a UFO completely mm-hmm. different times in our lives and we never told each other. So, oh, crazy! So that was the yeah. impetus of this sort of uh, podcast because we're like, I can't believe I know you my whole life and you yeah. never fucking told me that story. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. That's crazy. And yeah. I'm not, and shy, I, I'm not shy about telling my story. You know about, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's like I had this weird thing that happened, and I'm not, I've never was really too shy about it. But I, I guess I probably just thought that I had mentioned it to Barry <laughs> at some point. But you know, I mean, we we hadn't, but I definitely like hadn't heard Barry's story at all, mm-hmm. and it. You know, and like I said, we we grew up together. We've known each other, been best friends all our lives. And you know, still, it's one of those things because you know we we grew up in a very small town and very very conservative part of America where you don't talk about the strange things out in public, and mm. and often you don't talk about them at all because you don't want to be perceived as not normal or you mm-hmm. don't want to be perceived as different or anything like that. And of course, you know, when we were younger, fitting in is a big thing. 
and then you get to a point where you're just like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Nah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So when That's the, <laughs> when the, yeah, when the, when the government came out a year ago or however long it was and fessed up to the fact that, you know, that the UFO thing is, is for real. I was like, fucking yeah. told you, man, I fucking right? told you, I knew Literally. it, you know, every naysayer. And it's funny too, that day. You'll still find people that are like, you really think so? And I'm like, look, whether or not you think it is or not, the government is saying that it's for real. So if you have anything to freaking, you know, if you have any fight to take it up with the government, then go for it, you know? But yeah. and uh, of course, you know, you know, we can't you can't trust the government all hundred percent. But whenever they're taking something as a as a as something as a threat, you know, when they're saying this is we don't know what it is, we're not saying what it really is, but we're saying that it's not stuff. It's not theirs, and it's not theirs. It's not ours, you know. And that, we're just yeah. looking, and just, you know, treating it as a potential hostile or threat in any kind of manner. Yeah. You know, you don't do that with, you know, friendly th- things. You don't, yeah. you know, you do that with unknown. You do, that's a serious, serious operation and there's money going to, it. we know about that. It's a, a actual thing. And they, in fact, just announced like a fa- fairly recently that they are film forming or they had formed another uh, group to do, right? You know, to, for research and stuff like that. But, that's just, yeah. you know, still. And furthermore, I but, think it it it's going to validate things like like you, Angel, that um, you know, because we're starting to understand now, possibly that there's other dimensions to this reality, mm-hmm. and so people like yourself that can sort of get in, you can sort of patch yourself into that. Is is mm-hmm. it's in, it's an interesting time to be alive. If you would if 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 I was a kid and you were to say, okay, at at, at a certain point in time in, in your life, the U.S. government is going to come forward and say that UFOs are real, I would have thought you're fucking crazy. There's no way that's ever going to happen. <laughs> that yeah, and right? the le- that and the legalization of marijuana are the two things that I was for sure would never happen in my mm-hmm. lifetime, and they've both happened. And I'm like, whoa. That's uh, we are living. Everything's in. on the table now. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. <laughs> Nothing's it, off limits. And it should be. And it should be. You know. Yeah. I so. Agree. Um. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. Thank you. Especially Angel. when like our. Oh, sorry. I was just no, gonna say. Well, no, no, no. You know, like society tries to like rip the magic out of everything all the damn time. Mm, yes. So it's really nice that some of that magic's getting reinjected back into our society yeah. slowly but surely. That's, whether it's yes. from the rebels or the anarchists or the artists. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's what I was gonna say with the yeah. with the whole. I you know we've had a huge rise in atheism. You know, and I'm not. Look, it's great. You believe in or don't believe in whatever. But I think you lose some of the magic of what it means to be a human being and to have connection with people when that's totally thrown out, you know, and I get why people are quick to dismiss things like that because Mm -hmm. it's easy to do and it's, it's, you know, you can get caught up in um, what's factually based, you know, Mm -hmm. like what I can see, what I can touch, what I can feel, what I can hear are the only things that matter. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I just I worry that if we if we lose that extra sense, you know, that ability outside of those, you know, things that we we're losing a part of what it means to be human and, mm-hmm. and have a connection with God or whatever you whatever you want to call that thing. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you know, actually something that surprised me going through my holistic health coach co- course is like everyone really tries to tread around spirituality. Um, but they, as looking at out of all the compartments of what makes humans humans and what causes our happiness versus unhappiness, it's like spirituality or connection like that in yeah. some sort of way, yeah. however it looks like for you, right. like is so important to our well-being. And like, that's why holistic health even exists. It's a touch on mind, body and soul. Right. And half the time we think the soul is separate, but soul is spirituality. Soul is connection. It's um, ritual, whatever that looks like for you and so it's kind of interesting that as we go along there's like push against religion but then there's like also kind of awakening around the fact Mm. that like spirituality is so well-rounded in so many ways and we Mm. have been putting it in in a box um and now it's just kind of figuring out how we can work it into our lives that feel comfortable and not like it's being forced upon us or like we're just going to go to hell if we don't (laughs) i think that's a lot of the unappeal as well a hundred (laughs) percent i'm sorry when people tell me not to do something i already want to do it so (laughs) what do you think this is (laughs) that's right that is very um religion you know when we talk about religion um it, it served its purpose in trying to explain the unexplained. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, of, course, right? of course, where we've gone wrong with it is, is that we've monetized it and it's become a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anytime you do that, it's it's doomed for failure. Mm-hmm. Slave um, to society, just like everything else. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Thank you again for coming on and hanging out with yeah. us and... I love having these conversations with, uh, with you know, we've we, how many mediums have we had on? Not not, uh, not a had, ton. Not a handful. Yeah, I think I can't remember exactly, but uh, good handful. So it's always interesting. Yeah. Now, when when do you get readings off of people? Do you get like um, when you see somebody, do you automatically get? vibes or energy feelings or anything like that oh yeah and i have to be really careful because sometimes like i could just look at a person and then i'll get their whole life story Mm. (laughs) or i'll get like their immediate feelings right in that moment like and it's so powerful i actually wear like a lot of crystals and i do a lot of like a lot of work to protect myself from that type of energy because um for a minute there it was just like i felt tired all the time Uh, i can imagine yeah because i didn't realize like I think it's fun because I have this ability, but then it just exhausts me because then I'm yeah. just like, okay, it's like constant channeling, and that's just like that's insane. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. I, I would imagine that the day that the night after that your the, the, the epic day, the story day at the mm-hmm. property, I'm sure that you slept probably like three days afterwards. That must have been so so draining. I can uh, only can't even imagine. Yeah, it's it really, really is intense. And even when I do like cleansings now, like I can't do more than three cleansings in a day because like it just like the next day, like my brain feels weird. Like I feel like I don't know English. Like I get like basic things feel confusing, and it's like okay, <laughs> this is really intense. Yeah, and 
It's a lot. We're yeah. it's kind of crazy to think that like you know we always think like, like oh energy 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 but it's like when you're dealing with what feels like a really finite amount of it it's like you are m- much more aware of everything that you do say feel just because mm. you're mm. like okay I don't have this much to spare. <laughs> right. I don't know if you guys could hear, but my cat joined us for a little bit, and she was purring into the mic. Um, oh. One of my cats. So, um, yeah, that's we're, we'll have to. Uh, I know you got more stories. We'll have to have you back yeah, again back. for sure, um, because yeah. you've been a really great guest and these Thanks. great conversations and just. Do you do your that own story podcast? Is just so much, man. Uh, yeah, I do. I So I have one that's just mine, that's Angel Universal. It's just kind of like a mind dump of like things that I feel, see, hear, or just divine, divine given subjects that I'm like, okay, I think I should do an episode on this. And then um, I do a more like structured podcast with my friend um, called Stoned and Social. And we smoke pot and then we talk about different topics. We kind of like to use it as an activism platform as well to kind of normalize cannabis use, medicinal use for cannabis, things like that. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is so fucked up. It's like, uh, this is what I wanted my childhood to be like, you know, getting Mm -hmm. stoned all the time, but like it had to happen when I was in my mid forties. So uh, right. I, I, you know, <laughs> taking uh, it where you can. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's great. I just, um, I'm an advocate for, for, uh, for marijuana use. I think it's a wonderful thing. Um, you know, with all the other shit that's going on in the world and the opioid, you know, epidemic that we've faced, oh, yeah. it's a, uh, it's a fantastic way to deal, uh, with things yep. in a, in a healthy way. And, um, Absolutely. thank God we're seeing that now, you know, right. Same, 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 same. I worked at a dispensary and the amount of people I've seen who have gotten off of really harsh medications yeah. with just smoking or edibles or whatever the case may be. Oh my God. It's yeah. so, it's so powerful. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, Angel, we'll let yeah. you go. Thank you again for okay. coming on. Thank you. Have a wonderful night, guys. You Thank too. you. You too. And yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep in touch. We'll get a hold of you again for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, okay. are there, are there any, is there any specific way people can get in touch with you? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I do have a website. It's, uh, angeluniversal.com. I do have all my links to my socials in there. Um, it's, I'm usually at angel universal for everything else though. Instagram, TikTok. Cool. I have my angel universal podcast and yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. Oh, I also make products. Oh, um, like candles and bath salts and um, different art pieces and things. Cool. Awesome. Nice. Very good. Hey, that's a nice T-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story T-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts 
for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors well, Angel, that was really a pretty amazing story and um, a creepy one and full of just odd, weird things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the visions that she saw uh, in the murder shack and just, you know, the vibes, really, Yeah, uh, that she was getting from the entire place is just wild. And then that bat in the jar... Yeah, that was really, really weird and freaky, and yeah, you know, just you know, her her um, her friend, you know, calls out to her for some help because her dog was just not able to properly use the restroom on her mm. property, and then it turned into be something that was, I think, a lot bigger than any one of them were looking at. And, oh, yeah. and um, but she had such a poise about her in her story and the way that she tells that story. And um, it just kind of how it meandered off and, and it got into, um, you know, things outside of the property that were connected to the property. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, really, really a cool story. And, um, and I, we always love having people on uh, like her that, is, you know, has some some abilities, has the gifts that she's got and um it's really um a nice way to uh to again get get the new year started yep yeah angel had a lot of great energy and uh was just a lot of fun to talk to and so we thank you again for coming on and we will uh hopefully talk to you again in the future absolutely and go check out both of her podcasts angel universal and stoned and social now, Barry, I do want to point out that uh, I did, I was ribbing you a little bit. You know, I was teasing you uh, in the interview when I uh, said that uh, how you you know pointed out how you kept uh, asking all the questions that I was going to ask before I had a chance to ask them. So it's, it happens. It happens. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, that's uh, when when you're. I guess that's kind of like uh, you know when you when you're in a marriage of sorts, you know, you do that kind of thing. You become one single minded at some point. So. Yeah, it, it is. Um, it's weird that, you know, sometimes you get, get on these roles and you're just like, I just, I got all these questions. And mm-hmm. um, she was certainly one of those interviews. We've had them before too. Um, but the good thing is, is that I, I, no matter what, one of us is going to ask a question that uh, probably the other one wanted to ask. And part of the part of the the whole thing about learning how to podcast is just kind of like, you know, giving each other the space mm-hmm. to develop those thoughts and ideas. And um, it gets difficult sometimes. We've gotten really pretty good at it, but sometimes when you add a fourth person in there, it, it gets a little bit jumbly, you know. So yeah. I think the three the three way interviews nice, or the three way mm-hmm. discussion is nice. Um, but when it gets more than that, it can get tough unless you know what you're doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is not to discourage anybody from, you know, and their partner or friend to join us and share, you know, having yeah, yeah, more yeah. 
more than that. But you but yeah, got to be more conscious just, of it. Yeah. Well, you know, and and but like I said, you know, you were you were asking those same questions, and that's why I was like, you know, it's okay because we do that. We we you know we we. Uh, we complete each other. I guess I don't know. <laughs> That's right. That, that was sweet. That was nice. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better but myself. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was fun though. She was awesome. Yeah, and look forward to come, her coming back on. You know, for sure. All right. Next week we have uh, Kellen. Wow, he's got another uh, incredible story. Yeah. For I mean, it's uh, it's a doozy. It is. It's nothing. It's like nothing we've ever had before. It's um, really. It's positive. It's really, uh, really incredible. And uh, we think you guys. We think you guys will really, will really, really enjoy it, and and hopefully get something out of it. Uh, we we certainly did. We enjoyed talking uh, to Kellen, and it just you know, it's just well, you'll just you'll just have to see. Cool deal. All right. Well, hey everybody. We still want to hear from you this year. Uh, we want to hear you, you know, you, your stories. You can uh, write them in, or you can email them to us at wywspod at gmail dot com. You know, get all us through to all the socials and all of that. You know that you've listened, you've heard us talk about it before. But of course, you know, you are Weirdsville. You are what makes us able to be here and can carry on. Uh, I made up a word. Continue on and carry on. So it can carry on, um, which also sounds like maybe a city in uh, Canada. Um, but you <laughs> allow does. us to carry on and uh, make you know these cool shows and talk to cool people and and have content for you uh, every week. And we really thoroughly enjoy it, and we enjoy learning from people and you know as you know it doesn't have to be a supernatural story um or a paranormal story you know we enjoy epic adventures we enjoy uh interesting jobs you know odd unusual jobs that people have had you know family secrets uh true crime stuff you know you know maybe you were barely escaped death yourself um who knows, you know, whatever. But as long as it's a good story and it's true, then we want to hear it. And we want to hear it from you. So join us when you can. We hope to have your faces on our screens as we talk that nobody else will see. But even then, you don't have to do that. But join us next week for more of what we hope is your favorite podcast, the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Until then, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.